President Biden continues to pile on sanctions with the latest round of sanctions, specifically targeting the families of Putin's inner circle. Assets are being frozen, bank accounts are being squeezed, and most painful of all, there is no more sharing of a single Netflix password. <laughs> oh boy, if only it was that simple. We're going to lay out what we know uh, with the overnight news on Russia, claiming so far it has neutralized Ukraine military infrastructure. We do know that as of uh, 15 minutes ago, some new reports of at least 40 people killed, uh, several dozen injured in Ukraine. Russia has definitely crossed the borders, uh, establishing military censorship of the media at this point. And of course, uh, uh, we continue to uh, you know get the latest on that. Although I found it interesting in some of uh, Putin's speech yesterday or late last night, before this really started to roll uh, across the border in Ukraine, Russia telling Ukraine it's never been an enemy. And we're going to dissect that a little bit more because Matt Mayer is in studio with us this morning, president of Opportunity Ohio, OpportunityOhio.org. You can also find him on Twitter, where he always has a lot to say, at Ohio Matt. Uh, so just a couple of things that are, you know, are kind of top of mind this morning locally real quick is uh, the weather this morning. We're at 28 degrees, but I will say this, you can expect this rain to eventually go to a sleet, freezing rain later today. Overnight tonight, we could get anywhere from maybe an inch, a couple of inches here in the metro. Obviously, the further north you go, there's more snow. Further south you go, obviously, it's warmer, so you're going to get uh, more rain. But 28 overnight, 33 tomorrow. Yeah, the wintry mix. So Gotta love Ohio. But, but yeah, right? You go from... Oh, but I love know, the four fi- seasons. <laughs> la, 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 la. I can feel the sarcasm, Matt Mayer. One of us has to go running in this. <laughs> Are you doing that later today? I am. <laughs> Wait, have you ever, I had, I stood outside for like five minutes yesterday and I sw- I had wind burn yesterday. I jumped in my car. I'm like, I- I'm feeling something here. And I shaved the day before and all of a sudden my face is just red, like really red. Yeah, it's that sensitive I, Minnesota skin of yours. Maybe, maybe a pasty white and, and <laughs> when, you know, the wind blows really cold and it gets all red. Yeah. I got wind burn yesterday. Can you believe that? I can. I'm looking at you right now. I can see. I can see how that happens to somebody like you. You don't have that hearty, you know, Germanic skin that I have. <laughs> Too funny. So real quick, the CDC is moving uh, Franklin County down to Orange with their COVID trans- transmission map. Meanwhile, we're still waiting on the city council who says, hey, we're still waiting on more data if we're going to drop our mask mandates or not. Uh, Columbus City Schools, one of the last really large, and of course they're the largest here in uh, Ohio, uh, waiting on them to drop their mass mandates. We're also following the the uh, murder trial of Dr. William Husel. Yesterday, a former Mount Carmel pharmacist took the stand. He's going to take the stand again today. And it was interesting, some of the things that he had to say about having contact with Dr. Husel. At one point, uh, you know, they ordered a certain amount of milligrams of fentanyl, and he thought it was a discrepancy. Actually called up to Dr. Husel and said, hey, is this right? Because this is at a lethal level here. He's like, we're doing a procedure. And then he hung up the phone. So we're going to hear from more uh, from him today. There's an obsession, obviously, with that uh, that murder trial. Right now, though, we get in with uh, Matt Mayer, president of Opportunity Ohio. We're going to talk about a couple of things. Obviously, the proposed changes to Route 23. Uh, and, and he lays it out so well at OpportunityOhio.org. The northern suburbs need a traffic solution. But first, Matt, you know, in our world events, I want to get to what's going on with Russia and Ukraine at this point. There's no stopping Russia at this point. No, they're there. They're in. Uh, and now it's going to be, you know, sanctions, 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 uh, which will have 
know, no real effect on no, what they're doing. No effect. And you can't help but wonder, and, and don't throw tomatoes at me, but it makes you wonder, why now? Would Putin have done this while former President Trump is in office? And say what you want about Trump. Some might say, cray, cray, the man is off his rocker. But I, you get this feeling that Putin didn't want to mess with Trump. No, no, get, no. And that's why it's, you know you look at Twitter or the news and you see the left, right? And, and it's just like yeah. these folks have, have become out of their mind because like they're, they're actually blaming Trump for this somehow. And I, 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 sit, yeah. I sit there and I think, okay, let me get this right. Last time Putin did this was in 2014 under Barack Obama and Joe Biden. In Crimea, right? Right, Crimea. Yeah. That's right. And, done it, and did nothing during during Trump's presidency. And then a year into Biden's presidency, he's well, going to go do it again. Now, I will tell you, you know, Le- Lenin, our good friend Vladimir Lenin, had a famous saying that if, you know, stick with the bayonet and if it's soft, keep keep pushing. And and that was the saying in in Russia back in this 1917. So here we are, 100 years later, and that's exactly the lesson that Putin has taken, which is Joe Biden is weak, and he's going to push through that bayonet as far as he can. Yeah. And, and, and it, you know, it made no sense to remove Trump's sanctions against the Nord Stream two pipeline. That when when, when Biden did that, and there made, made no sense to do that. When he did that, he essentially gave Putin the green light, married with Afghanistan and that nasty withdrawal. It is crystal clear that Joe Biden does not have the wherewithal to stick up to these kinds of kinds of folks. Whereas Donald Trump, it was crystal clear to Putin, do not mess with the USA. Nord, right. right. Or our allies. So this would not have happened under Trump. And it's interesting, the uh, the fancy verbiage we saw the other day with Nord Stream 2, the, Germany has halted the certification, which means absolutely and, and Biden, nothing, right? Biden uh, reapplied the Trump sanctions. Right. Right. So it just goes back to, okay, well, if you're having to reapply them, (laughs) you maybe shouldn't have pulled them off. Right. So I want to Matt Mayer is with us, president of Opportunity Ohio, Uh, his segment with us every Thursday at this time, OpportunityOhio.org. We always cover a range of topics. And coming up, we've got our traffic issues on 23 North. So if you live up that way, I'm telling you, you're going to want to stay with us for that. Putin did another address yesterday. You know, earlier this week, he did this whole chronological historical timeline. Right. And you get this feeling he definitely wants the old glory days of the Soviet Union back. But here's what I wanted to ask you, because you're you're the perfect guy to ask about this. You know, he declared the launch of a special military operation to carry out the demilitarization and denazification of Ukraine. Now, my question to you, using the word denazification, is he saying that in Ukraine there are there are Nazis there and he wants to hold them accountable? I, I What does he mean by that? I mean, it's 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 like George Orwell, 1984, right? It's using language to try to justify conduct, right? So it, it's like this whole idea of I'll let me invoke, you know, the Nazi era because everybody hates that. And remember, you know, everybody forgets about the Russian Soviet Union move uh on uh, during World War One and War Two, that they lost far more soldiers than anybody else did fighting yeah. the Germans, yeah. right? And so he's that part is really speaking to his own people to say, right, we've seen this happen before, where we Russians take the brunt of the you know a Western aggressor, and so that that's what they're trying to do is he's trying to use that language to kind of bolster his people to support what they're doing in Ukraine to try to kind of create. What, what we call it the near broad is how we refer to it in Russia, right? They, they want a buffer in the near broad between essentially NATO and Russia. Yeah. And what would they now have is on their doorstep 
in certain parts NATO allies and and they see an increasing move by Ukraine to try to become a NATO ally, and, and that's something that Putin just never is going to accept. He evoked Nazi Germany's 1941 invasion of the Soviet Union and said expansion of NATO posed a similar threat to Russia's very existence. Right. You are talking about a guy that was former head of the KGB. He saw the collapse of the Soviet Union. He, he He's one who lived through it. And he believes, correct me if I'm wrong, that Ukraine and other territories were stolen from Russia— and he wants them back. He thinks at a moment of weakness. So so Putin has said this for 20 years now, that he believes one of the greatest geopolitical errors or mistakes in world history is the collapse of the Soviet Union. And so his view was at a moment of weakness, essentially the West took advantage of Russia, and that's how they you know, did the Ukraine issue as well as Belarus, uh, the Baltic nations, Estonia, uh, Latvia, Lithuania. Uh, and so that that component is is what's troubled him. And, and again, there's now the near broad has shrunk and he's using that as this excuse to go after it. I actually personally think, Brandon, that what his real goal is, is not to take back Ukraine. I think his real goal is to accidentally, in air quotes, essentially blow up the pipelines that are going to be feeding uh, Europe, the natural gas coming through Ukraine, where they get billions of dollars in transfer fees from Russia. Right. So that everything's then dependent upon Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2, where there's no transfer fees, and Russia will then be totally in control of all the, you know, 70% of the gas going into to Europe to, to heat their homes and I believe their companies. That. That's what I think I, he's really trying to do, but that's just me spitballing. What, what do they always say, Matt? Follow the money. Well, energy but, energy yeah. is everything. I mean, you know, it's yeah. it's... It, it drives so much of the world economy, recessions, uh, expansions, and we're seeing that now, right? Oil's over $100 a barrel. Yeah. They're expecting potentially $4 gas in Ohio, which would be, a, you know, we're talking about record numbers here. That's going to hit average Joe and average Jane Ohioan enormously. And again, I go back to why it made no sense for a Biden administration, and this is where the, you know, the moronic left, right? We're going to shut down pipelines. We're going to stop uh, uh, drilling and exploration. We're going to tell Wall Street, don't give any money to the to energy companies, yeah. you know, beat, beat, beat them down. We're going to open, uh, take our sanctions away from Nord Stream 2 to lose leverage. I mean, we're, 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 we're importing over half, what, half a billion barrels a day from Russia in oil. We're, we, have, we went from energy independence to dependence, and now we're, our, that dependence comes at the hands of thugs and despots. Yeah. Made no sense to do that in the American consumer, in their businesses, and, you know, mom and moms and pops are going to pay at the pump enormously for Joe Biden's weakness. Uh, absolutely. And that's that's a fact. That's not an opinion. That That is a As fact. As my do, kids say, on, <laughs> uh, say, say all the time, fact, Dad. Fact. fact. <laughs> do we really want to be helpless like Europe is, is about to be even more? And I, I think absolutely not. Matter of fact, the EU just announced yesterday they seem to have a plan that they're going to announce le- uh, next week on how they're going to be independent. But that's not going to be an overnight thing. Oh, the, I, the, I mean, the European Union is not going to be independent. They, they, they cannot meet their energy needs by windmills and, and solar, solar panels. They, 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 they're shutting down nuke plants except for the smart French. The French are actually not getting rid of nuke plants. The Germans are. They're moving away from coal. This this war on carbon is just got to stop. And, and, and look, let's, let's get rid of the coal where we can. But natural gas is a clean burning function. Let, let's get some natural gas. Let's fire that up. We've got tons of it, but we're not going to, our, our producers and, ex, and ex, ex, exporters, we're not going to, they're not going to dig deep on this right now because they're not going to get caught then, you know, when everything drops, they're back now have all this investment and they're going to lose more money. 
because they know what the, they know what the progressive left is going to do. It's going to attack them nonstop. Matt Mayer, president of Opportunity Ohio, is with us every Thursday. Matt, I only have about three minutes. I apologize, but I want to get to the changes that are being proposed with ODOT and the uh, the country rural residents of uh, Route 23. We know this. We've known this for a while that the northern suburbs need a major traffic facelift. Yeah, once again, Columbus, greater Columbus area, Ohio is again, sleep at the wheel, right? We, we have an airport that, does, that doesn't fit the city. We need a bigger airport, but we're never going to do anything about that. In the northern suburbs, there's been so much growth between essentially 161 in Union County all the way to you know 23 north. And there's very few routes to get north of, of 270. What, they're, what they need to do is, and they need to figure out a way to do this, is build a, an expressway above the rail that is just west of 315 and just east of Sawmill Road. There's a railroad line. Build an expressway that goes, you know, south in the morning and north in the evening that goes from 270 all the way to Home Road that has very few exits and entries where you can get all that traffic in and out. That'll alleviate some of the 23 North traffic. That'll help with Sawmill Road. Yeah. And that'll make things easier. But it's about a seven-mile build. But that's, you know, you can't do 315. The river's there. Right. 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 Sawmill Road is already grossly congested. 23 North is already grossly congested. It's the only smart solution if you really want to fix the problem of all that growth that's happening in Olentangy, Delaware, and now Union County. That doesn't seem like that's a – has that been proposed by the ODOT? Because God, I, no. No, I didn't think so. No, they don't come up with the <laughs> things. Oh, they'll come up with the reason why we can't do it. And I'm like, great, deal with the rule, figure right. out, work with the U.S. DOT, but build an expressway above that rail line. It's a – you know, it's already have a right-of-way. Yeah. Right. The train's already there, so people can't NIMBY it. Right. So build this thing so that there's there's a way in and out of the city to 270, uh, those northern suburbs that are only we're building yeah. more and more. I mean, at some point, Delaware is going to combine with not county Delaware City is going to combine with essentially Olentangy, Dublin. Right. It, it's going to be one in Lewis Center. It's going to be one massive. OK, well, there's if they don't solve this problem sooner rather than later, you're going to have just enormous traffic problems. Which we don't we don't have that here. That's for L.A. and New York. That's right. not for Columbus. Well, it, it's inexcusable. I, I think at this point we've known this for years. Delaware County has been, you know, one of the fastest growing counties in America. Year after year after year, we've seen this. So, if you're ODOT or someone in the state government, you you saw this coming a long time ago. Right. But it's like kicking the can down the road. No, they'll say why we can't do that. Oh, we have a rule that says I don't care what your rule is. Change your rule. Yeah. Get it done. Right. Get a waiver. But look, you're not going to widen 315. 23 and Salmo Road are already a mess. So what are your what's your option? That's the only you know access route you're going to have to get some a heavy flow yeah. of traffic in and out every single day. And by the way, you and I both lived in D.C. for a while. I can't remember the throughway of the road, but there there is a highway that they do that. They go one way oh, in and one way. I forget what it is. Yeah, it's it's a. Yeah. Um, Oh, yes, yeah. It's the bridge. Well, more, it's the Roosevelt Bridge coming in and right. out. There you go. Yeah, where they do yeah. the little little things, moves the things every single yep. day, twice a day. Yep. But yeah, I mean, it works. this is not, yeah, you just put the gate the gates up, right? So yeah. it's, this isn't, you see it all over the country in cities that think ahead, that plan, that have vision, but we lack that in Ohio. Let's get some vision. Let's be bold. Build an expressway over that railroad line. It ain't tough. It's right by Kil- Kilbourne High School. Build the thing. Get it done.